0: Do you need your weekly comedy fix? Relax while we visit the sitcoms you love, the jokes you remember, the characters you will never forget, and the stars that bring them to you. Sit back. It's The Laugh Track with Jerry Strauss. Yeah, so we are here again with one of of the... Uh, One of the stars of really the hottest new comedy in all the world, uh, as far as the TV landscape goes. It's called Young Rock. You know it. You've heard of it. I'm sure you've seen it by now. And uh, one of the fresh faces on the show, Lexi Duncan, is here. Lexi, hi. Hi.
1: Thank you for having me. Very excited to be
0: here. Thank you for being here. Now, where exactly beyond here are you? Where are we uh, reaching you today?
1: I am in Sydney, Australia. My home. My home.
0: Wow, that's yeah. Uh, we're across, the world. across um, the
1: world, time zones. It's all happening. Unbelievable.
0: Uh, have you been? Uh, have you been uh, traveling a lot to promote, or have you been uh, basically uh, local, right? Basically uh, local. I
1: mean, Zoom and COVID, everything's sort of just we we do it all at home, which you know is is good and bad. I think it would be it would be fun to to be with all the cast, you know, promoting it. But you know, this is what we got to do at the moment.
0: Hey, and it's working. It's working. Um, yeah, it Five million, I believe, stateside was the uh, the number quoted for the premiere of the episode and uh, of, the, of the series, I should say. And uh, yeah, it's just getting bigger and bigger. It's expanding all over the place and people are catching up with it. And uh, such an amazing, uh, unique idea for a show brought to you by, well, essentially the biggest star on the planet. So that doesn't hurt. Um, what was your... Uh, knowledge, if you will, of Dwayne Johnson before all this started? Is he uh, as big of a deal in in your neck of the woods? Well,
1: he is definitely a a huge deal here in Australia as well. I personally, I knew Dwayne Johnson as a kid from the movie The Tooth Fairy, where he played the Tooth Fairy. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't my first... I guess, yeah, knowledge of The Rock. And then I also knew him from Jumanji and Baywatch and all those sort of things. But as far as, like, his his early life, I knew, you know, nothing about that. I, I didn't really know too much about the whole wrestling aspect of his life either. So coming on to this, I, I learned a lot about him that, yeah, really didn't That's, know. <laughs> uh,
0: You know, you hear people who know about him from wrestling first, then from football, and yep. from acting. Uh, Tooth Fairy, that's a first. I've not heard of yeah, that. Right?
1: <laughs> it's like a bit random.
0: <laughs> so, I, I, uh, that's amazing. Uh, now, you know, obviously, you have been building a career before you got to this point. So let's talk about that a little bit because you've got history in musical theater. Um, yeah. What was uh, the point of your life, your childhood, where you decided that you wanted to focus on acting?
1: I guess i mean i was always i come from sort of a performing family two of my aunts are actresses um carmen and paula duncan and they i I was just always sort of in front of me and i was a singer as a kid and i would always get up on you know the table and sing to my family and um but i think when i auditioned for mary poppins which was the australian i guess production um that came here uh and I and I've got Jane Banks I think that was sort of the moment that I was like oh wow I can really you know do this as a career whether it be in theater or film or tv um I think just working with professional you know adult actors at such an impressionable age really you know molded that um so there was that and then a little bit later on in year 12 I, I booked a very small guest role on an Australian show called The Secret Daughter um which was my first time on a set um and that was a probably very pinnacle moment for me too. just being you know on set and the energy and you know how fast paced everything moves and how different it is from theater I I um I thought you know I could really do this for the rest of my life as well so that sort of led me to uh, I went to um an acting school here called NIDA um which is where a lot of Australian actors go um Kate Blanchett went there um and I did that for a year. And then my mom is American. And I thought, you know what? I just want to go to America. I, I have the dual citizenship. I want to just go. So I went to LA and I started taking acting classes and I set up my team and, and then coronavirus hit. And then I came back home to, and I booked Young Rock. It was just a very ironic sort of story how it all ended up happening.
0: That's amazing. Now, before coronavirus did hit, you're getting maybe a taste of just sort of what the scene is like over in LA
1: Yeah.
0: Home. How different was it?
1: Oh, very different. I mean, the, just the scale of, you know, Hollywood compared to what you know, I mean, there are a lot of things filming here now, but before that, you know, LA, everything is filming there and 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 everyone is somehow within the entertainment industry. You go to a restaurant, you're like, oh, are you an actor? And they are, and or oh, are you a writer? That happens all the time. As we're here, it's like, oh, you're an actor. You know, do you, what's your other job? <laughs> like that sort of thing. Um, but but yeah, I loved my time in LA. I was there for, um, just, just over a year. Um, just, yeah, taking lots of classes and I taught singing on the side to little kids to make some extra money. And, um, I just, I loved it. I'm, I'm excited to go back. It's been nice being home, but once, you know, all the COVID sorted out, it'd be good to get back.
0: Does it feel like a new home at this point? Is that where you're destined to be? I think
1: so. Yeah. I, LA, um, just like the, the industry home. Yeah, definitely. Um, it does feel like a second home, I think, yeah.
0: Now, now before we get to Young Rock, I I have to ask you about something that was on your profile. Um, (laughs) You you seem to have uh, been an award winner in in the horror film genre. uh, (laughs) 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 A short film called VB is really, uh, was clearly a highlight for you in that world uh, you, the Diabolical Horror Film Festival which sounds like just the scariest thing to attend that I've ever heard in my life but probably yeah. super awesome um, <laughs> and, and you were a part of a short that won the festival pri- uh, prize uh, what was yeah. Vivi's?
1: Vivi's was just my cousin um, Jessica Orchick she was the director she um, had this film that she wrote and she was like it was honestly just very like last minute sort of let's just film something and so I did it we sort of shot it at her apartment and then they entered in a bunch of film festivals and it and it picked up a couple of awards so yeah it was just kind of one of those fun little <laughs> let's film something and and do it
0: <laughs> you're uh, also uh honorable mention in the independent shorts awards uh at the international film festival best dark comedy uh <laughs> <laughs> this thing picked up some steam
1: it did yeah like it really did considering it just started off as a little let's film something in you know my cousin's apartment let's do it
0: <laughs> i always say you know especially today with technology the way it is uh if you're in a lull in your career if you're a creator if you're a performer perform create yeah. just yeah, then
1: do something. yeah
0: and then, you know especially with covid now and things kind of I'd have to imagine they're very stop start for you because obviously you said, you know, your LA uh, part of your career for the moment was stalled. You had to come back home. And yeah. It probably, I mean, did it feel like a big stall and then suddenly young rock came along?
1: I think it, it, it did. When I first came home, it was like, I honestly thought I'd be home for two months. I, I was like, Oh, you know, this is going to pass. Um, and then, you know, it, it didn't really. Um, and there wasn't a lot of auditions happening and there were things right before coronavirus hit. I was, I had a couple of callback. There are a couple things in the mix that were happening that just got sort of stalled and we haven't really heard about them since. So it was a little bit like, Oh damn, like I felt like I was really getting close and then young rock came along and it was like, wow. Um, you know, first of all, what a great script and what a great opportunity to play the rock's girlfriend. How good. Um, and then uh, yeah it just it was super ironic to me that i had gone over to america to book a us job to come back home because of a pandemic and book a us job it was just like really the universe
0: <laughs> now, Did the did young rock film inevitably all in one place or where where it,
1: it shot happen? mainly in brisbane our, our studio screen queensland in brisbane was sort of like our base location um and then a lot of the hawaii era um you'll see is shot in the gold coast and then A couple of locations sort of just outside the gold coast is for those who don't know is about an hour from south of brisbane um but mainly we shot within the brisbane vicinity Pretty, yeah all of it
0: yeah and what what exactly put you on the radar here because this was clearly a a casting that uh there was a lot of specificity to if that is a good word um yeah they're really intent on getting the details right, you'd have to believe, with a lot of these people that were actually a part of his life. Um, where did you come in in that process?
1: So I when I, when I first got the role um, and we were in our table reads and having discussions with the producers and the writers, I asked, was Karen a real, like, was she a real girlfriend? And Karen is actually an amalgamation of a couple girls that Dwayne had... Uh, I guess, crushes on. Um, and that's the same with Gabe, who's played by Taj Cross. Um, he plays his best friend in the 15-year-old era. He's an amalgamation of a couple couple guy friends too. So in that sense, it was kind of, you know, I got to have my own spin on this character, which was really cool. And even in the audition, the breakdown was very simple. It was like 15-year-old high school girl who catches Dwayne's eye and they start dating. It was, it was there wasn't really any like characteristics put on it. So I really got to just, Do what i wanted which is pretty cool that's awesome that's amazing yeah
0: now at what point uh or is there a point where uh dwayne uh where there's feedback like actual personal feedback you know as far as that input those aspects of those real life girls how does that get infused into the character
1: well i think dwayne was pretty involved in the casting process I've heard, um, I actually just did a self, my, my entire audition was, was, a, was one self tape, um, which is, which is pretty rare. I've, I've heard it's kind of crazy. I, I did a self tape. It was middle of COVID. So it was with my mom who's oh, I use her cause she has the American accent. Um, and yeah, we, we put this tape down. I didn't hear anything for about two, two and a half weeks. And then I got an email saying, Oh, you're on hold. You know, we should know in a couple of days. And then, yeah, it came through. I was network approved. So I actually showed up at the zoom table read, with Dwayne and all our producers and all our directors, not having met any of them, um, and and hoping that they still liked what I was doing in the table read. Um, but it was one of those sort of crazy stories. And then um, after our table reads was when we could have, you know, throw around ideas and that sort of thing. But honestly, I was really left to my own devices. They, you know, they liked what I was doing and I just sort of kept with my instincts and, you um, know, before we shot our Pennsylvania episodes, we sat down with the director of those episodes, Dana Reed, and she we sort of discussed, you know, what what do we want this couple to look like? And it was sort of a decision made that we wanted, you know, the audience to root for for this couple and and not think, you know, why is Dwayne going out with this money-hungry, materialistic, annoying teenage girl? I think you know, Karen has some quirks. There's a little bit more to her than just being your typical, you know, 15-year-old cheerleader. And, um, and so that was sort of really fun to discuss. But it was very a collaborative process, the whole thing, preparing.
0: Yeah. Okay, guys, quick time out here. From this fantastic conversation, I'm having a lot of fun. But let's talk about something that is super important. A great organization, No Kid Hungry, is a campaign that is helping kids remain fed each and every day, even when school is not in session. So take a listen to this message and get to know No Kid Hungry.
1: Because of the coronavirus, schools have closed nationwide and kids in need are missing nearly 34 million school meals every day. For many, it's the only healthy food they might get in a given day. No Kid Hungry has a plan to feed these kids, but they need your help. Donate now at NoKidHungry.org to help feed America's children during this crisis and in the months to come. That's NoKidHungry.org. Thanks.
0: Now, you know, you mentioned your your mother is American. Yes. Does an American accent come naturally to you? Because I find that, you know, it it feels to me like it's like people who uh, people from other countries do a much better job of imitating us compared to what we do to you guys I mean we just butcher you guys <laughs> well, <laughs> so
1: we-, we have an advantage because we have American TV we're hearing Americans all the time so I feel like you know that's you don't hear Australians on your TV all the time but did it come naturally I mean actually my mum's accent is a little bit not American anymore it's a little bit of a mix because she came when she was in 23. So actually I struggled a little bit because I had, I would copy her and there'd be some things that would be wrong. And so when I moved over to LA, I said to myself, I'm just going to talk American all the time, which is now I, when I do talk to Americans, I almost have to think, you know, go talk in your normal voice. Cause I, I ingrained that so much. <laughs> while I was over there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> have you um now, I, I mean, you're, you're part of the show is, really more about Dwayne at 15 um, yeah. at this point from what we've seen. So he's not yet close himself to the point where he's going, you know, into serious football as he does, as we yeah. see later in college and then into the wrestling. But we do see you get exposed to that wrestling world quite early on in the series. Um, yeah. And he takes you to your first wrestling show, um, which ends up being less than expected in many ways, as far as yeah. size. Uh, well, no, like... well, you mentioned that you didn't really know a lot about the whole wrestling side of, of Dwayne Johnson. Um, Have you kind of come to understand a little bit more about that side of what he would eventually become?
1: oh yeah i mean we even bradley and i bradley Constantine plays um 15 year old duane we would actually go on our days off just to watch the actors do all their own stunts um and all that wrestling and they're actually none of them were wrestlers before this so they pretty much learned to do all of that in like the span of a couple weeks so we would just go we would go and we would watch and it was so cool and i think in that scene that you're talking about where Karen gets taken on this date to the wrestling. She she knows a little bit about wrestling, as in she's seen WrestleMania 3, right. but I think she's she is. She's completely shocked by how violent it is. Um, but yeah, that was probably one of the most fun days on set was, was that whole um, when the Wild Samoans come up and scare the bejesus out of me. And we did that scene we did that take maybe 15 times every time they would, they would scare me every <laughs> time, um, which was just a lot of fun. And Bradley would laugh and I'd be like, oh my God, guys, I'm not acting here. I really am scared.
0: <laughs> did, it, did it actually truly seeing even the stunt work up close? I mean, when you think about it, stunt work, professional wrestling, it's kind of they're going through the same motions. Were you surprised? by the physicality that goes into even what these actors had to do.
1: Oh, it's insane. Like, I really was surprised. And even, you know, we'd shoot something and then we'd go on break and they'd have to stay warm because all your muscles would seize up and everything. So they'd be, like, you know, jogging on the spot and trying to say. I mean, they'd be sore. They'd be doing this for, you know, hours a day and go back the next day and have to do it again. It was incredible to see. And uh, such stamina, my God.
0: Yeah. Well, I I mean, listen, I mean, you are certainly a highlight of the show that has become a highlight of TV. Um, I I have to ask you, I mean, this show is getting bigger and bigger and uh, you're The Rock's girlfriend (laughs) on TV all over the world. Um, Has the world let you know yet? Have you felt sort of the the love, the wrath, the buzz? yeah
1: the the buzz definitely everyone is like when we found out about you know rotten tomatoes and getting certified fresh that and like the nbc that it you know it's the biggest comedy launch in years i mean every we're all the entire cast is just completely stoked um i am i i feel like i'm still like a little bit under the radar i haven't been recognized or anything yet but um it's definitely exciting just to see like when you put so much into something and you're with it from the beginning, it's so cool to see everyone's reaction and, and how everyone's taking it and loving it so far. So yeah, I'm definitely feeling the love and the fans are, are, are insane. I mean, it's The Rock, you know, he's 200 and I think 20 million followers now. So it is crazy to think about. Yeah,
0: it's insane. And if you guys are, are now a part of that, part of that phenomenon. Uh, yeah. And that's going to continue to grow. And uh, wait till you come back to L.A. I, I, I don't think there's going to be any issues with you being recognized anymore. <laughs> it's going to be a much different story. It'll be it's
1: going to be very interesting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Listen, um, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I had a great time talking to you. And, uh, you know, I know that your time is going to be spent doing a lot of these, a lot of interviews. Um, oh, thank you. So much. I want to ask you one more thing, and you know, you have to use your own judgment here to answer. Uh, based on what you feel comfortable talking about, what are some things we can expect as the first season of, the Rock, of uh, Young Rock goes on, as far as the relationship between 15 year old Rock and Karen?
1: Well, you haven't seen the end of fifteen-year-old of fifteen-year-old Dwayne and, and Karen. There's there's a lot more to come. There is possibly a couple more dates, um, and with that comes a lot more laughs. And that's probably all I can say. You'll just have to tune in and watch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're getting good at this.
1: <laughs> it's hard. I really I would love to just give it all away, but I'd ruin it. I'd spoil it for everyone. <laughs>
0: I know, I know. And then we'd be mad at you. So
1: exactly. It,
0: exactly. Can't win. But thank you again so much. It's so great to chat with you and uh continued success onward uh, and upward from here. Thank you so
1: much, Gary. so good.
0: Thank you. So cool. Thank you. Guys, thank you again and again and again for joining us on The Laugh Track. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate you following us and sharing and spreading the word. And we want to keep the ball rolling. The Laugh Track, of course, produced by me, Jerry Strauss, with additional major league production by our maestro, Steve Prentice, our friend who does all the heavy lifting here on this show. And of course, if you want to hear more of our show... Make sure you check out our website. LaughTrackPod.com is your one-stop shop for episodes old and new, as well as our free mailing list and links to all of our social media and many of the outlets where you can hear the show. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We are on Google. We're everywhere, man, and you can be too. So make sure you subscribe wherever you'd like so you can get the latest episodes as soon as they are released each and every week of course social media we're all over it man Instagram we have an account that you can and should follow at Laugh Track Pod Twitter follow us there at Laugh Track TV and of course our Facebook group is growing and popping off if you will is that what the kids say you can check us out there and please join us at Facebook.com Backslash groups backslash laugh track pod. Until next week, I'm Jerry Strauss. For Steve Prentice, this is the laugh track.